Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, Charm fans? We're breaking down episode 12, You're Dead to Me, another great episode title. Um, We find out more about Macy. Clearly not a normal upbringing as a baby. I'm so glad we get the backstory. She ends up having to summon a necromancer for more information. I can't really blame her, although it got really creepy in typical Charmed fashion. Everything was wild, and we're breaking it all down right now, so don't go away. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, AfterBuzzers? You're not dead to us. Don't worry. We're all witchy here. (laughs) We're all still well and alive. (laughs) An exciting episode to break down. Before we get into it, I'm Steph Sabrime, joined by the lovely Kamisha Latour. Hello, guys. Um, wow, a lot happened this episode. This is kind of the episode I've been waiting for, um, filling the spaces of what we didn't know, what we need to know, and kind of where we're going the rest of the season. Uh, a lot happened clearly with Macy being in this depressed state. So we're going to talk about where kind of sisters were after this break, this little hiatus we Mm -hmm. had for a few weeks. Um, And Harry's storyline and kind of the monster of the week, which is the necromancer. And Alistair and Lucy and tie up the loose ends there. And then we'll have our very special segment where we um, break down the coinciding OG Charmed episode and kind of compare it in whatever way that we can tie it to this episode and have some predictions for you and some exciting news and gossip as well. Before we get into it, though, I'm Steph. Well, I introduced myself. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. It's been a long Sunday and happy President's Weekend, by the way. Um, What were your overall thoughts? Overall, I thought this, this, and I I do believe the episode, the, the show is getting better more, like, Every week. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode, I thought, has been the strongest out of all, like, the whole season. Um, I really did enjoy Macy's performance, so Mad- Madeline's performance in this episode. Um, and then I just I just felt like we were given more clarity on, on everything that's sort of been uh, kind of like a secret for us, like, with everything around Macy um, and uh, Harry. So everything is, like, really coming together is how I feel. Um, I really did enjoy this episode. Yeah, I agree. I just, I think the actors are getting, the, the acting's never really been the pr- problem. I think it's writing to the actors because sometimes it takes time to um reach kind of this middle ground between what the writers want to convey and what the actors can convey with the storyline so i think that i'm excited to see where they go because this was the most full-bodied episode for me like sometimes in the past we've missed either character development or things move too fast and this one i felt like the storylines that needed to kind of come to a close quickly like harry and his son did in a way that made sense Mm -hmm. and felt appropriate and it felt like it gave it a good ending and then with things like macy it's taken kind of just long enough where i'm like i really need to know yeah 
we need to know, like, what's going to happen with the sisters, why Marisol never saw her. Because I started to be like, what the heck? There's no excuse not to see exactly. your daughter. You just send your daughter off, <laughs> like, two or four years old age you guys yeah. thanks for joining us in the chat i see a lot of you in here um i know that we're all upset that they'll be off for another few weeks but we love to have your insight in this conversation it makes it so much better for all of us um and kamisha actually has a note to you guys as well yes so hey guys before we move on to our next topic we just wanted to say thank you for making us the espn of tv talk for us to continue to grow, we do need your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that uh, thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so that you can hop in on the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we do. Um, so just don't forget to tell your friends and keep coming back to to hear more about your favorite shows yeah i know i know a lot of us were og charm fans so it's taken we've really wanted to be sold on charm but the more that we interact about charmed and even build up this after show um the that actually does affect how the show happens a lot of the times with after buzz big shows um we have good connections with with a lot of the tv shows and ends up really playing beneficial for everyone but macy's storyline was so awesome this episode i i really like i think this was a storyline where they did such a good job of playing to a kind of like a witch story but also real life issues and in that i mean i think that her um her dealing with this realization that she is like a demon a demon essentially where she says it's like no matter what i do i can't escape this darkness it draws this really good parallel between um what macy is experiencing in depression in my eyes did you kind of see that um now that you're saying it i do see it i saw it in a different way of what she mentioned directly was the fact of you know macy's really signed Difficult, scientific. Yeah. Um, she's really into science. So uh, the fact that she was brought back from the dead, she knows that that's not a natural thing. And she just, just feels this as if she's just, just walking unnatural thing like, yeah. you know like yeah. she's not supposed to be alive it and she's really into that because she, you know she, she's into science so um but i think you make a valid point around just walking around feeling like you're in darkness and and i know um that is depression can get you there because even when she what the part that hit hard I think just uh, I've had friends who suffer from depression. It's like things are going great for me. Like I'm I have Galvin in my life. I finally am reunited with my sisters. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a roof over my head. This and this. She's healthy, but she still feels horrible. And that's is what depression is. Mm -hmm. Like you could have everything. And that's what people don't understand. Even if someone has everything like celebrities, oftentimes they're suffering with really deep deep demons pun intended and then i i think it also made sense around how her her family how her sisters were trying to like cheer her up and she was just not about Mm -hmm. it like you just couldn't break her out of it which again also talks to depression yeah sometimes you just you can't you just don't want to get out of bed like you don't want to do anything totally And she finds out that she was resurrected by a necromancer. So, and the part of the deal was that Marisol could bring Macy back to life because she had died. Um, if 
there was a price to be paid, some sort of sacrifice. And that ended up being where her family could be happy for two years. But after that, she couldn't lay eyes on Macy or else Macy would die. That is a relief. It's so depressing, but it's a relief that that was the reason. That they couldn't see each other. Okay, yeah. Because we didn't know. Yeah, I was like, what the heck, Marisol? (laughs) But it sucks because Mm -hmm. I'm sure within those two years, you're just waiting like, oh, man. Like, in a few days, I'm not going to be able to lay eyes on my own daughter. Mm-hmm. That is sad. That's really sad. Yeah. Also, what was kind of weird, and I wonder if we're going to get more of it, is we saw the dad, obviously, but who is he? What's, like, yeah. what does he do? How did he meet Marisol? Was he in part, of, part of the deal? Did he leave the family because um, he couldn't deal with that after mm-hmm. two years? Was he a warlock? Like, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts on that? I, I, I don't... I don't know. I don't think he... I think he's immortal. Like, that's just what I'm feeling, but obviously it could be different. Um, but yeah, I don't... I, I want to know this as well. Like, I wonder where he is and if we'll get to see him. I really do hope we do. Yeah, it, it's really interesting because it does play a factor into, I think, Macy's future. Um, but now we know that he's not a... He's not demon. Yeah. So she's not... She wasn't born half demon, which was some of the predictions that a lot of people in this chat actually thought. And I actually... That was my I thought that could have been too. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... But I love the part where Harry kind of connected with her on a similar experience where he was brought back by the elders to become a white lighter and kind of what you were talking about, how cheating death is um, can cause, like, an identity crisis. But obviously, Harry has been able to move forward with mm-hmm. it. We see him struggle with it again, but I think for the most part in his life, he's led um, the best of his abilities. Yeah, and I think it it was a beautiful way to sort of tie in just reminding ourselves of our own purpose and just knowing you know why we're here and i think speaking to macy you know her being in her darkness you know he reminded her like well you're you're charmed one so remember that and that hopefully will get you through it all mm-hmm. so it's nice billy jean girl 24 in the chat what's up said how do we know that was even true um about macy's whole story that she told the necromancer could have been lying maybe marisol um, what is it? Marisol could have seen her. That's true. But I, I don't know. I think when they make deals, it seems pretty serious. Yes. And then also, I do feel like if we're seeing the flashback, whatever that flashback is, must be the yeah. truest. Yeah, but it's Because true. we didn't hear it from the necro- from mm-hmm. Nancy. We we just saw it in the flashback. Yeah. The sacrifice. But she was a trickster, indeed. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's an interesting thought. I think there's definitely still parts of this story that are being told, and we won't find them all out. Yeah. But throughout the season, we will. We got a good amount from her about Macy, though. Um, and she ends up summoning her, um, the one who brought her back, and... We'll get into that storyline after, but let's get into Maggie. So she's going into this. She's going to the spotlight party. Have you ever heard of one of these? I've never heard you of haven't? that. No, have you? 
Yeah. Oh, so it really exists. It does. So basically in uh, Greek life in college, they have a bunch of themed parties. One of them of which is the spot, the stop light party. So like Lucy was describing, that's true. Like if you wear yellow, like you don't really, like you're like kind of in a complicated or you might not be looking. If you're green, like you're really like, I am thirsting for wow. whatever it may be. <laughs> and if you're in red, like you're like not, not interested right now. That's so interesting interesting yeah. yeah have you ever been to one of those no parties? <laughs> no i actually despise that it's idea so weird. yeah i just really tmi like i don't need you knowing about my life well it's <laughs> just yellow like it's complicated i just feel like there's no winning color whatever color you're wearing <laughs> i'm judging <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah um but when she goes to the party, she has this interesting scene between her and Parker. And I don't know, like, I feel for Parker because we do know more about... Obviously, he really screwed with her. And like she said, like, you gaslighted me. You lied to me. You made me feel crazy. And now I can never be in a relationship again, like, with these trust issues. And I feel that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, all of us are carrying some sort of baggage from one relationship or the other. Mm-hmm. But a part of me really feels for Parker. What's your stance on Parker? Uh, Yes, I feel for him. Um, because we do know that he's actually really good, but I, I'm, I'm with Maggie. It's gonna take time. The guy brought a neck, a necklace, put it on her to like suck Drain all her powers. <laughs> like that? No, that is crazy. Yeah, and it, we need some time to heal. But <laughs> you know we'll what, Kamisha? <laughs> this is why you're the best co-panelist because I needed that reminder. <laughs> That was so bad. That mm-hmm. was bad. Yeah. But I'm glad I lo- they're inner they do have really good chemistry. They do. So it's hard, but you're right. We can't just forgive something like that. Mm, it, it takes time. Like that yeah. that's a lot. I would have trust issues around that. Yeah. Yeah. On the flip side, Mel uh meets with Nico and there's some there's still that chemistry. It's never going to go away. And we get a little bit of a flashback in the beginning of kind of how the spell to um, erase their memories of each other for Nico's side, at least, happened. And it is really sad. But I still think, like, there are holes. Like, there's always prices to be paid in spells mm-hmm. like that. And clearly Nico still, like, she was describing how she felt like something was missing. It was clearly the part of Mel in her life. Oh, yeah. And then she felt like it was a deja vu. So... There's she must be getting some glimpse of of their memory in some way. Yeah. Um and I wonder if she'll ever get it back. I wonder if it's gonna lead to that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious to see you because Nico's clearly on this investigation with mm-hmm. the Sarkana and um and kind of figuring out more and then Mel had that scar there. Yeah. Um, so she's finding out a little bit more and I think it's a mixed situation because part of it is she's intrigued by Mel because she's on this investigation, but I think there's part like just a pure intrigue by Mel. Oh yeah. (laughs) So we'll see what goes Mm -hmm. on with that. And, um, that can lead us into Mel going with Harry. Harry is looking for his son and she says that she'll help him find him. Which is so nice of her. So nice. What do you think of this scene? Were you worried coming into this that we were going to lose Harry because he did finally come out and say he can't be their white lighter anymore? No. Okay. 
I I feel like Harry is so connected to the to the sisters that um, there's no way he's going to be able to walk away that easy. I understand his love for his child and wants to be there um, and doesn't want to sort of risk their lives as well. But I I just can't imagine yeah. Harry not being their white lighter anymore. I agree and. It would just be stupid by the cat uh, by the writers to write him off yeah. because unless like obviously sometimes it happens where they have different roles and there's True. filming schedules, but he has such a good connection with those three, and we don't know if that could be done again. Yeah, and he just fit. He's a comedic relief. He's also compassionate yeah. to their situation, and he is a good teacher. Yes. So we need him, and I'm glad he got his moment with his son. It was really, really sad and it so short. It was so sad. I was... I held back my tears, but it was a really emotional time for me. <laughs> it really was. It was... I mean, the fact that he didn't get to see his son grow up, and now his son is, is an elder now. Well, not the actual elder but you know an, an old man um it was just sad and, and like, you just missed his whole life but i mean he had duties yeah yeah but it was know. a sweet moment between the two of them it was he was married in this life and his son was named carter so i mean how mature of you to realize like that was good enough for me yeah i need to be your guys white lighter yeah he i mean there really isn't anything like, he didn't need to take care of him because he's clearly taking care of himself, so. Carlos Hernandez in the chat, hi, says, uh, makes it easier for the white lighters not to be distracted if they knew their past. Yeah, I guess that's the conclusion he came to, that now that he knows, he yeah. can he can focus on that. True. Um, let's get into the most exciting part, which is the Witch of the Week, and, or the Monster of the Week. And um, this is Nancy... Mm -hmm. The necromancer, she comes in and she's like, you just, like, I've been running from someone. You just made me such an easy target. And basic, basically says that what I liked about the scene was that we got more, we got to know more about Macy through her. And she had an interesting conversation about kind of like the elders, but it ended up confusing me at the end. What was your initial thoughts of her when she came in from... The flashback we th we saw of her resurrecting Macy to kind of her new look now. Did did you still think... Because when I first saw her, I thought she was bad. Mm -hmm. Then when I saw her again, I was like, huh, I don't know. Like, she doesn't... She seems normal. Yeah, I kind of forgot that she was even as evil looking yeah. the, in the beginning. She looked totally innocent and sweet. And I had no sort of I uh, thoughts running through my mind as if she was an, a demon. Um, so I was shocked. <laughs> Me too. But I love the part that she tells uh, Macy she's telekinetic. So she can do stuff with her yes. mind instead of um, like snapping the mm -hmm. mouse's neck. She could kill the mouse with her mind, which is so cool and creepy yeah. at the same time. <laughs> but we knew Mel was, uh, was, we knew, sorry, Macy was going to be the most powerful. That's what a lot of us thought. I thought she was going to be the most, like, brute force powerful, kind of like Prue, like, Prue was mm -hmm. in the original. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I, I thought part of it has to do with the fact that she is half demon, that she would be able to 
pretty much tap into what she can. Um, so, and that's what makes her, I guess, more powerful mm-hmm. is the fact that she does have that darkness in her. Yeah. She can go there. And yeah. she went there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was kind of in- really interesting, and then as her plot developed with Nancy got confusing, was the line that stuck out to me the most was when she said, when those in power spread lies long enough, people believe them. Of course, this was in reference to the elders spreading lies about necromancers and that they're not actually bad, but they give them the bad rep. This obviously plays to a bigger metaphor of what is going on today and on across the board on on every side, but especially in the White House, we do mm. see a lot of times where people consistently say these things and then it becomes fact to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And it's so, so dangerous mm-hmm. when you abuse abuse that position of power. Exactly. And then you have the media and the media turns it into something like just glorifies it mm-hmm. and 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 now it's an international crisis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because obviously we find out that in this case the elders weren't lying about necromancers. The funny thing is is when she mentioned that I thought of the Circanas and I thought like oh yeah here are the elders they're continuing to just put this bad label on on everyone that goes against whatever the rule they have and I totally thought she was innocent but I guess the elders were right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a I think it's still true. I still I don't know where the writers are going with the elders. I do think everyone in every position of power can go wrong yeah oh like you're not always right so maybe it's more of a dimensional type of situation with the elders that they have good intentions which is what i think mm-hmm. but they are so scared of losing order that they become dangerous true but i do wonder why they didn't want um because when we see in the flashback we see that nancy said like i think she mentioned that oh if the elders knew what you were doing like this is wrong am am i making that up I, about to macy to nancy uh, no and in, in the in the uh, flashback at the beginning i think nancy oh, yeah. when she popped up yeah, she yeah, was like yeah. oh the elders but then the elders resurrected harry, harry but so, they made him a what yeah so i'm it was a little confusing to me because if they go against if they're not for resurrecting people but they resurrected Harry to become a white lighter. Yeah, and... that's a good point. Chat, what do you guys think about that with the elders? Do you think that we kind of have the hypocrisy with them in general, or do you think that they are against necromancers mm-hmm. and or someone who just brought this up in the chat? They said, oh, boss at home, maybe not all necromancers are bad. Hmm. Yeah, you could be right. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're overgeneralizing now, too. Maybe. I don't know. It was con- it, it's confusing. I'm, I'm really excited to see the Elder storyline. Same. Because they're confusing and they piss me off. <laughs> and I think they get it wrong a lot of the time. <laughs> um, and that leads to the person chasing Nancy. The witch that's been chasing Nancy comes into play. This is where we see Macy step up her game to 
And um, the Nancy tells her that she has to kill the witch. Mm-hmm. Basically, she's been chasing her her whole life. And she makes up this lie that she brought back um, her husband. Yeah. And But it ended up being where the witch said she she made the deal for eternal youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For eternal youth, everybody she helps turns into a demon. Yeah. Okay, so Macy? Yes. <laughs> she could become a demon any second. That's so creepy. Yeah. And the witch, I it was, Nancy was so convincing because I was right? like... The way oh, the yeah. witch came in and then the way Nancy came in, it was like, sweet girl, <laughs> not so sweet girl. This one must be the bad person. And that was just bad of me to just generalize. Yeah. Because she came in ready to fight. <laughs> so, Seriously. It was... Like in motion. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I thought the writers did a great job with with. Uh, yeah, I was tricked. I mean, I knew there was going to be some sort of thing that happened, but I was I was genuinely tricked in in that sense that the witch wasn't bad, but chasing vengeance also is not very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but True. it it it. it it was a really cool scene between, and Maggie brought this up, between Macy and Parker. Because Macy has this moment where she's really, like, has this, like, Anakin Skywalker moment where she's like, do I choose the dark side and mm. just kill this witch? Or can I control myself? Yeah. Parker talks her down, surprisingly. Thank God he did. Yes. That would have been such regret if she killed her. Yeah. And I wonder if they're going to... Um perhaps maybe um have a stronger bond because they both are going through the same thing um because parker is half demon and so is macy so yeah. i wonder if they'll sort of combine in each other kind of a little bit they they did it a little bit in this episode yeah and that mm-hmm. that did but it kind of does open that storyline yeah um macy goes to parker's mom after and mm-hmm. kind of makes this deal where it's like i know you've been studying my d my blood my yeah. dna um, if you, if we get the demon out of me, then we'll get it out of Parker. Mm. I'm into that. Me too. Cause I've always thought that the mom is not bad, but she obviously did some sketch stuff. Like sampling people's DNAs is not cool without their consent. Yeah. <laughs> Reminder, nothing is cool without consent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gotta throw that PSA in whenever I can, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Anything else on this on this episode? Oh, lastly, though, actually, Alistair working with Lucy. Oh, yes. We, we that both, came out of nowhere. Yeah. We both were like, what the heck? Yeah. She clearly must be uh, manipulated. You think? Yeah. I mean, if you look at her, it, the way she was acting just didn't seem like she was fully in herself. That's true. It seemed like she was being controlled. It did, but it also makes sense. Like, she was dating Parker. Mm. She has been a part of the storyline still, even though she's not yeah. really needed. Right? So, but it is true. She looked kind of hypnotized. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes she looks like that. I don't know. Yeah. So you think it's, it? she was uh, sort of working with Parker's dad from the beginning, Alistair from the beginning? Maybe, but she did kind of look hypnotized, so I don't know. Yeah. But I wouldn't put it past Lucy. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as they f- she finished the Skype call, she was like yeah. ready with her Kappa girls. True. So I don't, 
I don't know. That was I love when they end with like something that yeah. teases for the next episode True. or what's to come because we didn't get Alistair this episode. Exactly. Um, we didn't get Galvin either. I know. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> well, Galvin couldn't have been there. If he saw Macy oh, like that, yeah, he would have like, freaked. Babe, 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 seriously, yeah. stop. <laughs> You're going to kill someone. <laughs> Billie Jean Girl says, Lucy's eyes were black. Did anyone notice? No. I'll have to play that back if that's true. Are you saying to the, at the moment when she was Skyping trying her. to kill... Oh, Lucy. Lucy, Not yeah. Macy. Yeah, Lucy. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, okay. That's why I felt... I. I thought she was hypnotized. Okay, so she's being compelled. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. Any final thoughts on the episode? Um, aside from I'm just excited to see where this continues to go because Me it's too. getting better each week. Yeah, you guys keep being involved in the conversation. Keep your comments yes. coming after. Like, let's get our predictions out there yeah. because I love to hear your guys'. <laughs> and now you're after Buzz we'll save our predictions until after our special segment um but i want to hear your guys's predictions uh let's get into our special segment yeah let's do it (laughs) the witch's cackle yes briefest This is obviously where we break down the um charmed og episode 12 of season one yeah, so um, this episode, so it's episode 12 um, of season one of the original Charmed. It's titled Wendigo, written by Constance M. Burge and Edith Swenson, and it aired on February 4th, 1999. So tipped off by a man whose fiance has been killed in a grisly manner, Andy teams up with FBI agent Fallon to hunt down this vicious, vicious creature that is feasting on people's hearts. And that's the Wendigo. Uh, the Wendigo uh, attacked Piper and ended up sort of like tainting her. And Piper, a couple of days later, turns into a beast um, or, or the creature. Uh, but luckily, the, the Charm Sisters are there to cure her. Um, also in this episode, Prue's efforts to keep the auction house afloat becomes a challenge when Phoebe has a vision of a dead, kidnapped victim who may still be alive. Um this episode connected, I felt, to this episode um, of their Charmed reboot. Um, because with Harry, Harry at first thought his um, his son was dead. Or, or he didn't know he had a son. Yeah. Um, and he went to go and find him. And also in this episode, I mean... Phoebe d- doesn't have a daughter, but she went to go and look for um, this young girl who was thought to have been dead, but went to go and find her and ended up uh, finding her and bringing her back to her mom. Oh, yeah. um, and, and actually, this was really sweet because it was Christina Milian who played the daughter. Oh, So yeah. if you guys know Christina Milian. Uh, so it was a nice episode. I, I would feel like that that was the way they connected. Um there wasn't a beast also kind of though in the sense like like you said piper um was starting to turn and if you guys remember when she was turning she became like super nasty like yeah was really snappy and yes. just like gro- she was like physically becoming gross but um if we want to like kind of a stretch 
Macy is kind of turning, like she's like pulling from this darker side where she's it's harder to control. True. So yeah. um, even though Piper knew, like, you could see it in her face, she knew she was being not herself. Yeah. She couldn't really control it because she was tainted. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. It was a good episode. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, oh, like yes. she was so itchy and like growing the hair on her arm. Yeah, oh, it was so gross. I <laughs> such a good episode. And yeah. it was I remember these episodes so well, especially when they had like a physical creature in it mm-hmm. because the makeup then charmed really did well for they, the time. I agree. I'm always surprised in each episode that I watch that the the makeup was just always on point. Like yeah. they they really did a good job for of that making us time. That. Yeah, because that like obviously some of them are kind of funny and the Wendigo in this one like hobbled I think a little <laughs> bit. But I mean, if you think of the time that that was made, there was really it was like the first of like C before CGI. Yeah. So it was it was awesome. Um, great, thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Uh, let's do our news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. So we it is announced that Charmed is officially been greenlit a season two. Woo! Woo! I'm so happy because this means that they don't have to rush storylines, that oh, they don't need to rush. We're actually going to see it play out the way that they want the story to play mm-hmm. out. Um, and I'm really curious because I think there was a time where... They didn't know, so you could see the writing kind of reflected that to me. But now I think we'll really get some character development in a way deeper way because now we can start building this franchise Mm -hmm. the way it should be built. Definitely. Rebuilt. And it must be exciting exciting news and a relief for them because I know there's just been, at the the beginning when it was first premiering, there was just so much backlash of them, you know, like, doing this reboot, and I I know... I didn't think what direction they wanted to go, if they wanted to be, like, social justice warriors, or more hit, like, this monster of the week type thing, and I think right now they're hitting a good medium Yeah, and I'm starting to see it in these episodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited, you guys. Are you guys excited about the season two? I see you guys in the chat. Um, A few of you are. I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm glad because a lot of people are like, I give up, like, if we're not going to get a season two. But now we have a season two, so let's see what they do with the the skeptics out there. Let's see what they do with the rest of the season. Yeah. That's what I have to say for you guys. Um, and now, let us get into our predictions. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay. There's a lot that I could think of right now, but Kamisha, do you have any on the top of your head? I think Nico and Mel are going to date. Ooh. I think they're going to... Like, reboot? Yes, yes. I think they're going to get back together. Although Nico won't know (laughs) that they were together uh, at first. Um, But I think I I see something going on between them two that I just don't see the writers sort of brushing off and not giving us more. Mm -hmm. So I think they're going to date. Um or or kiss or something. There's gonna be some sort of a love thing sparked. Um, do you think that will like reignite her memories if they kiss? Ah. Oh, do you think? Do you think Maybe. that might be a part of the the spell that we don't know? Like, I just don't think memories can be erased. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. I don't know. They're bound to kind of the storylines because we obviously saw the backlash with Mel not being. Um, in her position at the school anymore. Yeah. So I don't know, but I just don't think that you can just forget. Oh, yeah. 
with like there's clearly missing parts so i think she could fill in the pieces probably that's a good one yeah that that's really my only prediction i mean i want to see the dad i want to see macy's and maggie's maggie's dad right yeah it's macy maggie um yeah yeah me too i want to find out more about the dad because now we have an image but who are you mm-hmm. i need more um i want to find out more about the elders i need to find out more about the elders we've only seen charity and then we've seen blurred faces on the rest of them it's so creepy and i if you're not a creepy organization i need to see your face yeah. <laughs> um, and the sarcana i want to see yes. their place with especially working with mel in the future and if they're going to start working with all the charmed sisters um that will be really interesting and then obviously to we need to get the demon out of macy and parker yeah and then maggie and parker yeah i do want to see what's going to happen with them and just a moment of them two at the end really stuck with me the fact that she mentioned i don't hate you anymore um that should be enough. I just really love that because sometimes I, I feel like if we have an issue with someone, we have to immediately forgive them and be like tight with them very quickly. And I just love that she understood that she needs that time to heal yeah, and that she doesn't hate him and that should be enough for this time. So I just really love that. And I, I'm curious to see where they go. That's a great point. It is true. Forgiveness for me, especially, I I feel that it's hard. Yeah. And I don't agree with all of a sudden forgiving, but I also don't agree with holding grudges. You do need to forgive because there's no point of Maggie holding that, that negativity in her heart, but it's hard. It is hard. But I I just really love that she just understood that she needs that time to heal, but Mm -hmm. she forgave him. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Well, they, I want to give you guys some shout-outs before we leave. Boss at Home, Myrie Girl, 200, Billy Jean Girl, 24, Carlos Hernandez, Tony Z, um, Kristen Carter. You guys rock. Thank you guys for tuning in with us and making being, being a part of the panel. You guys yeah. are the best. We will be back in March for the next episode of Charmed. Yeah. Until then, where can we find you? Guys, uh, it was a pleasure. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kamisha Latour. What's up, you guys? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Steph Sabra, S-A-B-R-A-W. You guys are the witchiest people ever. We love you. We will see you next month. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.